Hello! Yassas! <laughs> Yassas! Welcome back to the second season of Unlocking Greek Potential. Pos nyothis, Julie? Nyotho telia. Nyothis telia. Ime poli enthusiasmeni ke poli harumeni ya tin deftery sezon. For the second season. I'm very, very excited and happy. Yeah! Me too. So before we get started, we have some announcements to make because we were gone for two Big months. Big news. <laughs> exactly. We have some news <laughs> for you guys. We were gone for uh, two months in which we've done actually a lot of things. We have created a website. I'm so proud of this. Apparently, when you've studied nursing, you can also create a website. I didn't even know I could do that. <laughs> you can actually do whatever you have in your mind. If you have a goal, you can actually do it i'm sure you're right so definitely check it out the website name is unlockinggreekpotential.com so it's very easy exactly and you're gonna find all the episodes and also you're gonna find the transcript of season one yep which is another thing we've been doing we've been making transcripts for all the episodes exactly we thought that this is gonna be useful for you guys together with the podcasts and the audio to actually have a transcript where you can see all the words written and read all the lesson notes the words with their translation everything is there so you can check this out also exactly so all the vocabulary all the stories that we told in podcasts all the important information that we gave all of that is included in the transcript because we realized that if you're listening to an audio in 20 minutes in 30 minutes we're seeing a lot of information a lot of useful information and you need some time to process that and to look into this more so that's why we created this transcript so you have an actual overview and you have everything written down so especially if you're a very visual learner it's going to be super useful to have and another thing we wanted to ask you guys if you could really help us if you would write a review um so go to uh, wherever you are listening to this podcast whether it's on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify, you could really help us if you would give us a review because this way our podcast will be ranked up higher and more people can find it, more people who are learning Greek. And that's eventually our ultimate mission to help people to learn Greek. So if you could do that, we would really appreciate it. Yeah, and also we would like a feedback. So if you want us to change something or if you like what we're doing, please leave us a review. And uh, we will read it and answer. Yeah, exactly. And if you have questions also. Yeah, you can send your tips and your feedback to our email, info at unlockinggreekpotential.com, and we will read it. So yeah, that's it, more or less. Uh, let's get started. Yeah, let's get started. Today's episode, we're going to talk a little bit about the influence that Greek had on languages nowadays, basically on English, on Dutch, on German, because I've been looking into this the last couple of weeks. I've actually been going to the library to find books about the Greek language. I don't know why, but whenever you learn a language, you get a certain interest about the effect, the influence that it has, the history. And since Greek is such a rich language it has such a rich history 
I've learned so many things. And I actually went to a museum too, where they explained the influence that, yeah, that the influence that ancient Greece had on in the rest of Europe with the Romans also as well. And it's just so interesting because so many things can be explained. And that's what we want to talk about today. And along with that, we're also going to teach you some new words. I find it also very interesting. You know that I love etymology and finding the meaning and the stories behind the words. This is my expertise. You know, I love doing that searching. It's like treasure hunting. And I really, really love that. Also, it's an easier way to remember things because it's another path. So basically, you can remember a word just by memorizing it, but you can actually remember the story behind this word and it's way easier to recall it. So basically, Greek is a really old language. It has already been spoken way before a lot of other languages. It was spoken already like 3000 before Christ. And that's also when people started to write. So people spoke ancient Greek, but they had no idea. Um, Like we nowadays have no idea how ancient Greek actually sounded because it has only been written. Yeah, we have just the scripts. True. And they were very clever. Like they started building like vases and sculpting things. And this is how people became very rich for the time being. And they also built a lot of cities. And that's the first word we're going to teach you guys. (laughs) Yes. So the word for city, the word for city is e poli. It's a feminine word. E poli. Exactly. So be careful because it sounds like the word poli, which means very. Poli, it's the city. Poli, it means very. So just be careful not to mix up these two words because Mm -hmm. the sentences, they're not going to make sense. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you're right. So poli, poli. And if you visited Athens, I'm sure you've heard of Acropolis. So it's an ancient citadel in the city's heart, in the city center. The second part of the word Acropolis is poli, which means city. So what does that mean, Acropolis? The word Acropolis is from the word Akron, the highest point, and the word Poli, city. The Acropolis is indeed the highest point of Athens. And fun fact, buildings around the Acropolis should be of a specific height. So for example, skyscrapers are not allowed or anything that can hide the view of the Acropolis. So the Acropolis needs to be the highest building. You cannot build higher than that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's okay. a and it's a monument, so you can hide it. Yeah, makes sense. <laughs> so mm. back then, Athens was actually the most important city, and it also became the center of philosophy and science. And so many words in science, like so many words in philosophy, are Greek. You know, it's like I noticed this yeah, too, exactly. and, and things I've learned in biology, even like so many words come from Greek. That's true. That's true. If you're a doctor and you're learning Greek, yeah, medical words you're going to find oh exactly all the medical words. Yeah. Yeah. But even in biology, you talk about plasma and like an atom and, you know, like things like that, or they're all Greek words. 
So the ground in Greece wasn't very fertile. So the Greeks had to move to different areas and they went to different countries as well. And they went to Spain, they went to Italy. And that's how the city Naples existed because Naples in Italy is basically Nea Poli. It's just new city because they weren't very creative for coming up with city name. So it's just basically that smashed together. That's so interesting. The Greeks and the Romans, because later the Romans came and the Greeks got a lot of competition from the Romans and they took over a lot of cities that were Greek. Um, they influenced each other a lot. So both the Romans influenced the Greeks and the Greeks influenced the Romans. And they had something in common because they wanted to say things as shortly as possible. They had this obsession with this. <laughs> so they came up with certain things. Um, and that is the reason that you don't have to use personal pronouns in Greek. You can just skip over it because it makes the sentence shorter and you can communicate more effectively. And th this goes for both Greek languages and like lots of Latin languages as well nowadays. In general, when it comes to communication, I think that people always look for a shorter way to say something. In English, for example, they merge words. So instead of saying, I'm going to, they say, I'm gonna. But of course, they don't skip the personal pronouns like in Greek. So this idea of fast and effective communication manifests itself in Greek grammar also. So skipping the personal pronouns and using cases such as accusative and genitive, we're not invented to make your life difficult, but to make the sentences more flexible. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's true. And also lots of things, lots of words or lots of sentences you can actually say in one word in Greek. And that's what we're going to talk about today. And we want to teach you a few of these words or like sentences that you can literally say in one word. <laughs> Yeah, it's more like phrases, English phrases, that we use like a single word to express them. Mm -hmm. Let's start with the phrase, I'm hungry. We already had that. So, yes, we've learned it in a previous episode. Yeah. So, Alice, do you remember this uh, word in Greek? Yeah, it's pinau. Pinau. So, you don't have to say, I am. So, to use the verb, ime. And then the word hungry. We just say pinau. Mm -hmm. I think that's so useful. Like for so many basic needs in Greek, you can just say one word and just express whatever you need. <laughs> yeah, exactly. So also for the phrase I'm thirsty, we have a single word. And this is dipsao. Dipsao. So I'm hungry, pinau. I'm thirsty. If the weather is really hot, and this is the case most of the times in Greece, you can say I'm feeling hot. It's a long word, but I'm going to say it slowly. Zestenome. Zestenome. So, zestenome. 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 This word is linked to the word zesty, which means hot. And when we say in Greek, kani zesty, it means it's hot. So, zestenome, zesty. Mm. So, be careful if you want to say, oh, I'm so hot. 
in the summer that you don't make the mistake of saying ime something because that's not correct in Greek. Yeah. It's yeah, I mean, you have to use the verb sesteno. Yeah, it's actually funny <laughs> if you say ime zesti, ime zestos. People are going to think you have fever maybe. <laughs> <laughs> well, in yeah. other languages, like in Spanish, if you say this, this is something really sexual. Like you don't want to say that. It's a mistake no, that a lot of people Greek, make. In Greek, no. In Greek, it's okay. not. It's more like it's good. maybe you're sick. Are you okay? Why are you hot? <laughs> it really, it really means that like your skin is like hot or something. If you say like that, instead of like I am feeling hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the opposite of zestenome is kriono. Kriono means I'm cold, like I'm feeling cold. Kriono. Mm-hmm. So it has krio in there. Exactly. Krio means cold. Kriono, it's the verb. I feel cold. Kriono. So we've had I'm hungry, pinau, I'm thirsty, dipsau. I'm hot, zestenome, I'm cold, kriono. Mm-hmm. And the last word is fovame. Fovame means I'm scared or I'm afraid. So fovame. Fovame. Fovos, it's fear mm. in Greek. And it's not so exaggerated as in English, like as the English word phobia. It's like just the fear. And from this word, fovos, we have also the verb fovame, which means I'm scared, I'm afraid. So the learning part is over with this last word. And it's time for our usual quiz. Are you ready, Alice? Yes, I'm ready. And remember, I will leave a little pause after Yuri has asked me the question, so you as a listener have time to answer as well, and then I will give the answer. How can we say in Greek, I'm hungry? Pinau. Mm-hmm. Pinau. And do you remember the meaning of the verb zestenome? It means I'm hot. That's right. What about the opposite? What's the opposite of zestenome? Kriono. Kriono. Mm-hmm. And do you remember how to say I'm thirsty? Dipsau. Mm-hmm. What about I'm scared, I'm afraid? It's the verb fovame. That's right. And mm, in the beginning of the episode, we've mentioned the word for city. Do you remember this word? It's i poli. I poli. E poli. Bravo, Elise. So that was today's episode. Short and sweet introduction to the second season. I'm really excited and really happy that we are back. We've really missed you guys. 
this episode will set the tone of the second season in general. And what I mean by that is we are going to include more stories. We are going to make it more fun and entertaining and easy to learn. We are going to have some grammar, of course, because we need it. Grammar is the glue, you know, that put the words together. So we have to include some grammar. But we will try to make it as fun and enjoyable for you guys. And don't forget that you can always leave us a comment or a review and help us make the podcast better and better and uh, yeah exactly we will still teach you grammar but we're gonna kind of mm, make it more fun include a lot of stories and explain it more with with stories because we noticed that you guys like that a lot more and that you listen a lot to this episode while you're doing things while you're like folding the laundry or while you're going on a walk so we'll make sure that you can listen to these episodes while doing those activities and you can still learn greek with us Yeah, so that's what you can expect from this season. And yeah, so we will talk in the in the next episode next week. Yasas, filakya. Taleme, yasas.